Harmony. Har. Emo. Me. Podcast with Allie and Allie. Welcome back to episode five. Episode five. I'm Allie. And I am Alice. <laughs> okay, we need to start over. Okay. Hello, everyone. Hello. You have landed on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're, we're here on Earth. about aliens, Allie, but I don't think anyone who's listening is an alien. They might be. Are aliens real? Yes. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think so too. I think that there's other life out there. I don't think they're green no, guys, but no. I think they're like... Reptilian? Mm, no. No? Like, Do you think they look like us? I don't even know if they're a form. Like, if they're a form. Okay. Like, a, if they have, like, a body. I don't okay. think they have bodies, really. I think they're just, like, orbs. Like, floating... Intelligence. Wow, this got really so deep, really. Deep. But are you talking more like angels and like spirits, or you're talking aliens? This is going way <laughs> <laughs> aliens, aliens, aliens that aren't really alive, <laughs> right? No, they're alive, but they okay. just don't have like bot. Like so, they're like parasites, maybe. So they're living, yes, but they are not human. Correct. They're alien. Yes. Okay. Now that we've cleared that up. <laughs> Welcome back <laughs> to Ramblings by Allie and Allie, also known as Har Emoni Podcast. Here we are. Episode five. It's Saturday morning. It is beautiful and sunny outside. The temperature is probably about 50 degrees. I don't know if it's that warm. Mm-hmm. What would you say? 43? I'm guessing 43 degrees. I'm going to look to see how accurate you are. 41. 41. Real feel is 42. Okay. So I was in the ballpark. How are you? Good. Feel good? Yes. We had a fun night last night. Yes. Hung out with our pal. Yes. Our pal, Ashley. Hello, Ashley. We know you listening. (laughs) (laughs) I have a very interesting thing I want to discuss all right, today. Just jump right in. Sure, I don't know what else is there to talk about. Nah, we don't need. To. We already discussed aliens. What's your hot topic? My hot topic this week. this week is about the infamous duck that has been graffitied in Hobart, okay. Indiana. Okay. okay, so I live in Hobart. Yeah. That's where we are right now. We actually, I mentioned to Allison that I wanted to talk about the duck graffiti because it's been all over Facebook. It's been in the Northwest Indiana Times. I actually was driving in the car one day, and we all know I listen to talk radio, and they actually <laughs> said, like, in Hobart, Indiana, there has been someone graffitiing figures of ducks. <laughs> and then, like, literally that was and that's the it? end. And then on to the next news story. I'm like, really? This is a Chicago news station. Like, you're talking about Hobart's duck graffiti? Like, it was a big deal. Everyone. And, I mean, it's kind of recent, but it happened late November, early December. Okay. In 2020. Okay. And. I did not know about the ducks. Yes. 
Mm. It was a thing. Anonymous ducks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, you'd be driving around Hobart and be like, oh, look, there's a duck. And I'd be like, huh, I wonder what that's all about. Because, like, at first, no one was really talking about it. You just saw them everywhere. Yeah. So, at the time, I didn't really do much digging. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, someone's graffitiing ducks. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. <laughs> Graffiti, you know, it's an art form. I think it's an art form. I think it is, too. It's illegal, but I don't know. I don't mind it as long as it's not, like, gang symbols. Yeah, and as long as it's not really, like, destroying somebody's property. True, true. Other than that, I'm good with it. Yes. Did you have a lot of graffiti in Chicago? Yes, and I have some printed out in my office from when I was in Pilsen. It's beautiful. It's so pretty. Like, the colors are so vibrant, and, I mean, there's just all different kinds. Very intricate kind with, like, thin lines and, like, very pretty and, like, painting-like almost. And then there are some where it's just, like, thick, bold lines, and I love all of it. Yes. And it makes me wonder, like, for things like that, are those technically, like, murals? Like, did they get a permit? Like, to so someone was like, yeah, you can do that like, on my commission property. to do it? Yeah. Or, I think sometimes they are, because yeah. I know the one in Pilsen is, like, along this big cement wall along the tracks that goes for, like, probably a couple miles. Mm-hmm. It's just a big cement wall. And it did, like, tell a story about, like, the history of Pilsen oh, and, like, all neat. the people that lived there and, like. Cool. I'm sure that something like that might have been like, uh, here's this blank wall. Yeah. Let's have somebody Let's come make, in mm-hmm. and make a mural history That's thing. Awesome. I wonder if it's still there because everything in Pilsen is being overrun by big corporate companies, isn't it? Yeah. And aren't a bunch of rich people buying up all the buildings and yeah. fixing them up and making people rent them out for a ridiculous amount of money? Not the same. Sad. I'd like to go down there, though. Yeah. Check it out soon or go up there. Get some tacos. I loved it up. Yeah, the three steak tacos, please. Cilantro, cheese, and then yeah. <sighs> yes. So let's the hear duck. about the duck. All right. Well, we actually took a little drive after we went to breakfast this morning to look and see if there was any remnants of the duck. We went on a duck hunt. <laughs> We found, we didn't, we just drove around in circles really, but we did find one duck and there was actually a woman walking past with a professional camera, but she didn't take a she picture of the a, duck. She stopped and went, she, yeah, she pointed, well, nobody can see me. <laughs> she, she pointed at the duck. She stopped and went, pointed, and then said, <laughs> and kept walking. And that was it. But here we are crossing the street and we're like, we gotta get a picture. Yeah. Well... It looks like all of the other ducks have been erased from Hobart, but there is one remaining. So what do the ducks mean? Yeah, why duck? What do they look like? Let me tell you. All right. So this duck is actually from a YouTube video. And I... (gasps) Can I guess? Yeah. Is it got any grapes? Yes! (laughs) How did you know this song? I have never heard of this what? YouTube video and I was looking like oh my god there's millions of views but I've yeah. never heard oh my it gosh, really? and of course so I'm at breakfast I have my airpods <laughs> in and I'm like okay I gotta guess I gotta watch this video and so then <laughs> the whole rest of breakfast in my head it's like gotten got any grapes got any grapes got any grapes because this song a duck walked up to the lemonade stand <laughs> hey man you got any grapes yes so this duck looks just like it's almost like a stick figure duck, like a line for the beak. There's just two lines for the feet. It's very like cartoon, like children's drawing. Yes, almost, like absolutely. And it has a question mark 
So it's basically like, you know, the duck is asking a question, right? Oh my gosh. I can't believe I didn't think of yes. that when I saw the duck graffiti. Yes. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, this is all coming together. This is very exciting. Yes. So this YouTube video, the duck song, is a catchy song featuring a duck who visits a lemonade stand <laughs> every day and asks the man there for grapes. <laughs> The duck song as a meme involves parody videos that play on the theme of the song. So not only is there the duck video, a bunch of other Which YouTubers. Is the original. Yes. Okay. A bunch of other YouTuber YouTubers have made a parody of this song and okay. put, put kind of like their own characters in. Sure. But the original duck song is by Brian Odin and it has an animated video by Forrest Whaley. So the song was uploaded to YouTube on March 23rd, 2009, and has gained over 250 million views. 250 wow. million views. And that's as of 2017. So after its upload, it began, 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 so after its upload, it began to gain popularity and just like quickly became viral. Okay. So there's all these kids, you know. I wasn't a kid in 2009, so I think that's why I never heard the song. I, did you hear the song back when it came out? Uh, college. Did you? Yeah. Like, in the dorms. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely a thing. I just don't remember recall. I don't recall. Because I remember my roommates and I and everybody, we were hanging out and, like, randomly, we just would be like, got any grapes? Got any grapes? Hey, got any grapes? <laughs> So a bunch of kids in schools across the nation were singing the song all the time just because it was catchy. And apparently, like, I was just reading a few comments and people were saying, like, oh, yeah, I remember when someone requested to play this song at our school dance. And I played it. So you're there listening to this duck song. How do you dance to that? I have no idea. So they spray painted. We don't know who the vandals are. All right. I wasn't able to find any new news information on if the vandals have been caught. But I'm going to tell you where they spray painted them. Or just a few pictures that I have found on Facebook. Okay. Hobart has a lakefront area. So they spray painted all of the ducks along all these electrical posts. (laughs) So you'll just be walking down the lakefront and there's just like these random like poles out of the ground. It's just duck, 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 but no goose. Oh my God. (laughs) I was waiting for that. (laughs) (laughs) And then there was a building that burnt down in Hobart, the tanning salon actually. It was like tanning salon in apartments. And I remember driving past, that was like right on Main Street. And when all the windows were boarded up, there was the duck there. And where we went, it was just on a brick wall in between a building. Most of it's been removed now. We don't want this graffiti. We don't want stuff. This makes us so trashy. So I searched on the Hobart Happenings Facebook page. Okay. There's a Hobart Happenings and there's an Anything Hobart. And there was a lot of posts about the infamous duck. People were actually saying that they wanted... A duck shirt made, like, of the actual graffiti people were doing. There's people that were making shirts. No way. Yes. (laughs) So there was a few funny comments on here that I have to mention about the duck. Some of it is really stupid. Somebody posted, whoever is putting ducks all over buildings, I'm going to nickname that person the ducker. Like, what? (laughs) Good one, bro. And then, like, they put tons of, like, laughing, side-crying laughing faces. Okay. Okay. 
could have done way better. Someone said, call them the damn duck bandit. Why? Could have done better. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this one is a picture uh-huh. of a police car, and it has two ducks in the back seats, and it says, police have a couple graffiti suspects in custody. <laughs> And it's just two ducks in the backseat. I like that one. Oh, and then someone commented underneath that picture, maybe they are a couple of rubber duckies. Rubber duckies. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Too funny. Too funny. I'm trying to think of what I, like, a good nickname. Like, an artist. Duck graffiti artist name that would be clever. Like, Bill. Because ducks have a bill. <laughs> really? <laughs> Bill, the graffiti artist. That's their undercover name. Bill. No. So, of course, all of these ducks are popping up everywhere. And, I mean, it, it does kind of suck for, like, the Hobart's Parks and Rec Department. Yeah. Because now they have to go and wash off all of these ducks off of everything. But it's just kind of, I don't think anyone did it to deface property. Yeah. I think they were just like, hmm. For fun. Yeah, like, there's nothing going on. We're living in a freaking pandemic. Yeah, like, let's bring some... Mystery. Yeah. Mystery to Hobart. Well, I, Hobart was not happy. The Times wrote an article. Oh, no. And I love this this first part of the article. While birds commonly flock to Hobart's lakefront, officials have made it clear that a particular duck is not welcome <laughs> in the city. And I'm telling you, there's a dam oh in Hobart. So actually in the summer, they have a race called the Damn Duck Race. Okay. Where they, you basically, you pick a number and you basically buy a rubber ducky. Mm-hmm. They release all of the rubber duckies down okay. the dam. Yes. And whichever rubber ducky is first, like wins the race, you get That's the prize. Fun. Yes. Yeah. So, and I mean, it's... There's so many ducks and geese. Like, even if you drive past it now, like, they don't migrate. They just hang out there. There were geese when we drove by earlier. There's tons of people that feed them, which is also another, you know, everyone's on the Facebook page. Like, oh, my God. Don't don't feed feed the the ducks. The infamous duck is not welcome. They said, while we support art within our community, this isn't the way to go about it. The department wrote an announcement. Imagine us being the person who's been doing all the graffiti and reading the article and just be like, I kind of thought that you'll movie. not catch my duck. Quack 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 quack. That's how they laugh. <laughs> 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 they're sitting there on their couch petting their pet duck, and they're like, "We did it! You want some grapes?" <laughs> it reaches into its pocket, <laughs> and then the duck says, "No thanks." But that's how the video ends. <laughs> uh, everyone needs to watch this video. I'm telling you. A lot of other people posted memes. They edited various photos of the mayor and town landmarks to put the duck on, the it. Duck on it. And then this is <laughs> just gold. Mm-hmm. During this time, there were remember the what were they called? Monoliths. Monoliths. Remember those things that were popping up like in the desert, like in the middle of a freaking like canyon, and then like by the beach, and everyone was like, "Whoa." Aliens. <laughs> Here we go back to aliens. Going back. This was around that same time, so then someone posted a picture on Facebook. Do you remember those? I don't really know. Okay, let's search that real fast. This was across the United States. Uh, so this was around the same time. Okay, this was this year. Yes. Okay. This was this year. I mean, 2020. Monolith. 
Monolith. Okay, I said it right. right. Okay, so this was sort of around the same time that the monoliths were popping up across the United States. The first one was in Utah, and it was just like in a canyon. And what is what was it of? Like, what does it look like? So it looks like just a pillar, just one steel pillar. Okay, but it looks like something out of a sci-fi movie. Uh huh. And it, it was just a random pillar. People were walking on a trail. All of a sudden, this sci-fi looking, creepy, weird, tall pillar. Okay. Uh-huh. So this is around the same time. So people on the Facebook post were saying like, why isn't anyone talking about these ducks? Like they're talking about the monolith. Like more people, the ducks are popping up faster than the monoliths. Because yeah. what happened was there was one in Utah. Okay. And then I think there was another one that popped up in California. Shortly after. And they didn't have anything written on them. So let's talk about these pillars a little bit. Because it's kind of the same thing as the ducks. I mean, it just pops up out of nowhere. You don't know who did it. Yeah. Where did it come from? What does the duck want? What does the mono... 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 What does the duck want from us? (laughs) I think we're on to something here. Maybe they're connected. So in November 18... No... On November 18, 2020, <laughs> state biologists of this Utah Division of Wildlife, they were out in southeastern Utah carrying out a survey of sheep, bighorn sheep, <laughs> from a helicopter, apparently, okay. when one of the biologists spotted the pillar and told the pilot to fly over the location again. So, like like I'm saying, you're not really, it's not, I guess it's not, not for even a trail. Like that. Yeah. No, you're just... You're in a helicopter flying over and they probably see this tall, shiny thing. And they're like, uh, what? So I remember watching the video when it first came out and you can hear the pilot like, whoa, (laughs) whoa, turn around, turn around. Like, whoa, that's a shiny sheep. There's this thing back there. We got to go look at it. I don't think that's a sheep, man. Yeah, I mean, they said it looked like it was man-made. They released photos, but not the exact location, probably because they didn't want all these people People. trying to find it. Eventually, it was spotted. So then people were doing some research, and Google Earth satellite images showed that the monolith was installed between August 2015 and October 2016. It had been there for that long? Yes, and no one spotted it. Whoa. Yeah, how would they know that? I guess like GPS, Google Earth like satellite, Earth satellite images. Images. yeah, they were just they use that. So, but here, do you two see? years. I like the mystery though of like who done it, duck, duck. what is it, why the duck? I don't know. Like, what made someone just decide like I want to graffiti something? You know, I'm gonna use the duck from that video from like exactly. over ten years ago. Like, it could be you could pick anything. Mm-hmm. A star, Pepe, that frog, or whatever. Pepe the Frog. Oh, yeah. From the meme? Yeah. Isn't there another famous graffiti artist? What's his name? You know who I'm thinking Banksy. of. Banksy. Banksy, yes. And the Obey guy. His name is escaping me. I want to say Colin Farrell, and I know that is not right. No. Shepherd Fairy. But I don't know that he was considered graffiti. But Banksy, yeah, he's like the... Still a mystery. So, yes, it was a mystery. So, at first, everyone's like, who is the duck? Who is the duck? Like, what? Everyone was just so confused. So then here's another funny post on Facebook about the duck. Okay. Apparently this duck has been around for a long time. And so someone literally photoshopped the duck Uh that was graffitied in Hobart onto hieroglyphics. Seriously? (laughs) 
Oh my god. It looks like this super, looks legit. I know. Like I bet you there's a bunch of Karens on there, older people that are like, wow. <laughs> Maybe it's aliens. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. Yes. Here's a comment. Drawings of this duck are mysteriously showing up on random buildings. Dot, dot, dot. None of them are in a row. Oh, good one. That's good. Like, there's literally so many duck posts (laughs) in the Hobart Happenings page. And there's an Anything Hobart Facebook page. And it's not just about the duck graffiti. It's just about all the The ducks ducks in the city. Yes. The city is overrun by ducks. So, I mean, maybe I, that's maybe, why. Yeah. They selected that yeah. as a, an image to graffiti. So, we still don't know who vandalized Hobart, Indiana with the infamous duck from the duck song video. But I don't know. I think it's kind of a fun, fun little mystery mm-hmm. that maybe will never be solved. Would you say that the ducks were written on walls? I would say they were definitely spray painted on walls, but yes, they were written on many walls. Because the one that we saw outside was on a written on a brick wall. Yes, which is kind of emo <laughs> if you think about it. Because remember one of my drawing or my little like collages I did with the heart. I cut out a heart and I I glued it on the brick wall. Yes, yes, the brick wall. They're a thing up against the it's brick an wall. Aesthetic. All right, so we've got some graffiti being spray-painted on the walls around Hobart, Indiana. Uh, And the song that I have chosen to go along with our hot topic this week is Riding on the Walls by Under Oath. Yes. So let's get into some background here. I'm not going to go too much into it because I know you know a lot about Under Oath. I do. I was just about to say. (laughs) So I'm just going to cover some quick basics and then talk more about the song. Okay. So, um, Under Oath is a band from Tampa, Florida. Allie's, you have been obsessed with Aaron Gillespie, the drummer, forever. Gillespie? Gillespie? Gillespie. Like, good Gillette, the razors? No, not Gillette. Gillespie? Gillespie, I think. I'm pretty positive it's Gillespie. That red-headed drummer boy. Oh my gosh. You just are in love with. My heart just, like, what do you th- flutters Between Aaron and Adam from TBS. I have to say. Who's the number one? They are both. Really, really nice. Like, I've met both of them. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but I have met both of them, and I would... I've met Adam more times than Aaron, because yes. I only met Aaron the one time. Mm-hmm. When I met him, it was really... I don't know. Here, let me let me piece together my thoughts. I get so excited about this topic. Okay. Like, I literally <laughs> just start, like... <laughs> Is that why you spit your coffee out this yes, morning all yes, over yes. breakfast? We started to talk about Under Oath at breakfast, and I, we put our AirPods in, and I we were listening to the song we're covering, and I don't even know, I got so flustered, because we were talking about... I'm trying to eat my Mrs. and Gravy, yeah. and I just suddenly, I look up, and she just goes... <laughs> into my napkin... Into my napkin. Hardly. You missed a little it bit. It was bad. Well, because I couldn't <laughs> swallow the coffee in my mouth, and I just started cracking up. And we weren't even talking. You didn't even say No, I was researching my, my stuff. And I just was drinking my coffee, and all of a sudden, I just thought about... I don't even know what. All right, let's... Okay, sorry. Let's get back. Okay. Okay, let's circle back here. 
Aaron and Adam. Focus. Yeah. You met both. Jeez, <laughs> look, you're even getting flushed. Like, are you okay? I love them so much. I okay. Wait, what's the question? <laughs> <laughs> okay, circle back again. Let's get grounded here. Um, Adam Lazaroff, Take You Back Sunday versus Glassby <laughs> from Under Oath. <laughs> But how <laughs> do they rank for you? But like what? Like who's cuter? Who's nicer? Who has who better you music? Have more of a crush on. Okay, crush wise, yes. I will have to say Aaron Gillespie over Adam. Yeah, yeah I think so. I, I think, think so. that I I would agree with you just because I've known you for so long. Yes, like, I think Aaron was number one mm-hmm. for you first. Mm-hmm. You've always just been like, oh, that redhead. <laughs> Drummer from Under Oath, my goodness. Yes. And then, like, yes. the more the, the more we saw Taking Back Study in concert, mm-hmm. then that became more like, oh, my gosh, Adam is so, like, nice. our heartthrob kind of just because yes. his perform the way he performs. Oh, absolutely. Like absolutely. So, yeah. But, like, Aaron, to me, will always just be like this quiet drummer boy who also sings the singing parts yeah. and has his long red hair but he's christian and he plays at churches in a solo band and he'll play guitar he's just like yeah. triple threat yeah good at everything he like i'm all the boxes. right now thinking about him like when we met him it was anthony and i mm-hmm. and of course you know i was trying to think like okay ellie control yourself like you're with your husband like it's okay like it's just another dude you know but then he so it was i don't remember where it was at was that the metro was what was that area um, it was Air. It was the Aragon, the one across the street, the one yeah. behind the Aragon. What, what, what's the, what's that? Riv, the Riv. Yes. So we were at the Riv, and it was a meet and greet before the show, and so we're all just standing there waiting, and they all just come out, and they're just standing around, and then they just like start walking around and talking to everybody. So you could, and then or you could like go up and be like, hi, you know. Yeah, I love you. And I think I just blacked out completely. And I didn't want to talk to any of the other bandmates, band members. I just wanted to talk to Aaron. That's all I wanted to talk Screw to. Screw you, Spencer Chamberlain. Yeah, like, I don't, eh, you're too skinny and tall and eh. I want to talk to you. And Aaron's like, he's kind of chubby a little yeah. bit. He's got like a little pudgy, but he's got like a neck tattoo, just like tattoos all over. It's never me that goes up to them. It's always Anthony yeah. saying, like, He's like, hey, man. Here you go. Hey, Please. man. My girlfriend or wife, I don't remember if we were married at the time. He, she really loves you. And <laughs> I don't even know. Something along the lines of that. And so then they start talking. So Yeah. So then Anthony, you're just kind of like. And Aaron are talking. I'm just like, yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, what's your name? And I'm like, oh, my name is Allie. And he's like, oh, my girlfriend's name is Allie. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Uh-huh. And I just don't even total blackout. Total blackout. Yeah. But he was the nicest guy. Like he sat there and talked to us for a while. I don't even know about what. But I was just like on That's, cloud nine. Yeah. And he was just super chill and like down to earth. And like really all of the people we've met, that's mm-hmm. kind of how they are. Yeah. So Aaron for sure. Sorry I'm going on and on. That's okay. But he's so talented and amazing. And I have to mention my crush. And also, remember on MySpace when they had the who I would like to meet section on MySpace? Mm-hmm. It would say who I'd like to meet. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like super into HTML. You know, I had like the scrolly bar with all my friends and a little paragraph written about all my friends and a picture. Uh-huh. And then in my Who I'd Like to Meet, I had a picture of Adam Lazara and a picture of Eric Gillespie. Shut up! Yes. 100%. And both facts. came true. Both came true. Yes. And I remember like the pictures too. I think one of them, it was like Aaron with his like hair blowing in the wind. <laughs> And then, I don't know, I think the one of Adam, he had, like, a dandelion in his hand. Okay. Or maybe it was vice versa. Maybe one of them had a dandelion in their hand. Okay. Because that was, like, the thing. Remember, like, Was it, like, a photos? black and white photo? It was... Trying to picture it. No, it was very, like, the background was really light. Okay. White background. It was almost probably, like, an overexposure picture yeah. in the sunlight of one of them holding a dandelion. But, yeah. Nice. Met both of them. Life goals. Look at how that happens. You know, oh. We set goals and we reach them. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Love it. Emo girl dreams. So we all know about Spencer mm-hmm. and Aaron. Spencer's the lead singer of Under Oak. I don't know much about the other band mem- members. There's a bunch of them. <laughs> They're all great. Mm-hmm. And it need to be equally recognized. Yeah, so we, we hear you and we recognize you. Do you have something you want to say? <laughs> you want to ripple? <laughs> Okay, I'm listening. <laughs> okay. On November 30th, 1997, Underworld formed with Dallas Taylor and guitarist Luke Morton in and around Tampa, Florida. Allie, do you think you know where Underworld got their name? Underworld, to me, what I'm going, my, what my guess will be okay. is they are Christian. They started off as a Christian band. They yes. are no longer a Christian band. They say the F word in their songs now, so edgy. But I'm going to say probably like Underworld, like. Is a Christian thing. Don't know how or what or why. That's about all I have also. Uh, so you're... Cl- sorry. I'm horrible. <laughs> um, so Morton, Luke Morton, devised the name Under Oath in quotes from somewhere in the Bible. There we go. Okay. Very vague. <laughs> yes. Um, drummer Aaron, who attended the same church, was then asked to play with them in the band. They agreed and they just stuck with the name. So it just... Somewhere in the Bible. Yes. Under Oath, which I guess, yeah... I always thought like under oath, you know, when you go when you go to testify in like a trial and mm-hmm. you're under mm-hmm. oath to, mm-hmm. to say like the truth. Yes, that's why I always. So thought, they're like speaking truth. Yeah, yeah, but that makes sense. So just somewhere in the Bible. So that's where they got their name. Cute. Uh, let's talk more about the song "Writing on the Walls." So "Writing on the Walls" was a song on Under Oath's fifth album called "Define the Great Line," which was released June twentieth, two thousand and six. Their fifth album? Their fifth. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um, this album was different than the others because this album's producer uh, was different and his name was Adam Duckowitz. <gasps> Shut the front door. No. No. <laughs> well, I wrote Adam Duckowitz because I didn't know how to pronounce his actual name, which was close to, it was like German Dush, or something. Like Jewish or something Dushowitz. probably or Jewish Dush, or something. Yes. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I know I always oh do the talk songs, so I just wrote Ann Duckowitz. Beautiful. Beautiful. Perhaps to you. And he yes. he's actually um from Killswitch Engage. Really? Okay. Just That's all we need to know. Okay. Yes. But he so he produced it? He produced the album. Okay. Cool. Oh yeah, Adam D U T K Owitz. Duck Dutch Yeah, It's Duckowitz. Yep. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh the album debuted on Debuted. Debuted. Debutant. <laughs> debuted, 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 
now I don't know. Debuted. Wow. Debuted. It is the Red Bull because I took one sip and all of a sudden I'm like slurring uh-huh. my words. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, whatever it was, it was number two on Billboard 200 charts. Did you imagine? Number two. Number Billboard two. 200 charts selling over 98,000 copies in the first week. I love it. Uh, so we kind of already discussed they were a Christian band. So they're they're really the only like screamo, heavy kind of whatever genre. But they always screamo. Like Christian. I would say screamo. Metalcore. Well, there was, I remember during that time, the Christian bands were Under Oath and the Devil Wars Prada. They were Christian too? Yes. Devil Wars Prada started out as a Christian band. And I want to say there was another one. I can't think of it. But those were the two that like stuck out. Because I remember like Under Oath, un- Under Oath was even playing like Christian festivals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else was playing Christian festivals? Like Reliant K. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hawk Nelson. NXPX. No. No. Not them. Bless the Fall. Really? Emery. He's Legend. Yes. Memphis Mayfire. Family Force 5. Remember them? Mm-hmm. They were interesting. Yeah, so Devil Wears Prada. Huh. Underworld isn't even listed, probably because they're not a Christian band anymore. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Well, I was reading about some of it, and they were just like, you know, when we first started, we didn't agree with, like, certain record labels, so they were on Tooth and Nail, which I... Whoa! (laughs) All good. They were on Tooth and Nail, which I think was a Christian-based record label, Okay, if I'm not mistaken. I believe you're correct. So they... When I was reading up on them, of course, I'm getting all this information from Wikipedia, which Mm -hmm. is, you know... Which I'm on right now. I mean, they did, like, meet each other at church, but, you know... Boy. As I lay dying and Norma Jean. Norma Jean. Yes. They were claimed to be Christian. Have both served as mainstream representatives of Christian hardcore band genre. August Burns Red. That seems like a lot. The Chariot. Remember on the on the one episode I talked about how my family had that like CD and yes. book thing? Yes. That this is how I really became a hardcore Under Oath fan because they were Christian. So I had all their CDs. Mm-hmm. Like, because you know how I was saying I never really owned a lot of the like actual CDs yes. with the books and stuff? Yes. I did have all the Under Oath because I was able to get them through this like mm-hmm. Christian cd company or whatever this was and all the he is legends like i had Mm -hmm. their actual cds relying k of course what about norma jean norma jean Jean? Uh uh-uh were they are they just claiming any bad christian band if they didn't cuss (laughs) so um i just also wanted to say which i would like to watch this video later in 2008 so two years after the Define the Great line with the song Writing on the Walls was released, they um, came out with their first live album, which was called Survive Kaleidoscope, and they performed Writing on the Walls in Chicago on that album. Like, Ooh. that was recorded. So I didn't know about this album, really, no. this live album. So I, I, I want to watch that performance, the Chicago performance. So it's a DVD, too? Or no, it's just a, it's a live album. It's a live album. <laughs> I Ooh, I don't know if there's a DVD, but I'm hoping there is yes. a recording of it on yes. YouTube somewhere. Yes, we'll try and find it on YouTube. I don't know. There was a lot of controversy about what the song is actually about. Okay. A lot of people thought it was about a relationship. Other people thought it was more about, like, life mm-hmm. and, like, getting over hurdles. And okay. sometimes you just got to, like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes things are just written on the wall for you, like, Right in front of your right face. Right in front of your face. You don't even realize, like, some stuff sometimes, you know? Yes. So absolutely. it was a little controversial. I'm not really sure. I need, I need to dig into the lyrics myself, I yes. think, to really see what I think the song mm-hmm. is about. I don't think it's about graffiti ducks on walls, but, <laughs> I mean, you never know. 
Well, and that's the thing about some of these like metalcore songs is it's not so much about the lyrics. It's mm-hmm. about how the song makes you feel. Right. It, can, a, it could mean yeah. something to me and mean something completely different uh-huh. to you, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be mean one specific thing. And that's thing. what art is all about. That's right. How we perceive things. Yes. Okay, just a few more things. Uh, in April, I don't know what year, but at some point, Underworld flew to Sweden to work with Popcore Films to create a music video for In Regards to Myself and Writing on the Walls. And Writing on the Walls was actually chosen as a lead single for the album and was later nominated in the 2007 Grammy Award for Best Short for Music Video. Huh. For a Grammy? Uh-huh. Hell yeah. So, and the music video is like people kind of in a dollhouse. Yes. Yes. And it's yes, kind of creepy. Yes, yes. That was a very good music video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they keep like zooming into the different rooms. To the different rooms. See so all the people doing something. Mm-hmm. There's kids and there's like a, like a couple older men and a woman. Yeah. They're all like doing different things. When you talked about Silverstein mm-hmm. in the Clue video, yeah. I was thinking of the under this under oath video. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. With the different rooms. Yes. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Full circle. Right. So one last thing I just wanted to mention was they dropped out of one of the Warp Tours, but they did play Summer 2007 Warp Tour, which I believe we were both at. Mm-hmm. We were not together. We were not together, but we were both there. This was my very first Warp Tour. Same. It was hot. Do you want to tell us what happened to you in the mosh pit? <sighs> to, was well, it this song? Let me... Uh, yes. Yes. I am like 95% sure... I'm pretty 99% sure that it was during this song, okay. during the breakdown. I, of course, you know, like I said, I was obsessed with Aaron Gillespie. So I'm like, I am getting front row. Like I went and I waited for, I don't remember what band played. I was going to say you would have to be there for the band mm-hmm. before yes. they even got on stage. to be. So we stood song. there and waited until that crowd started to clear. And as yes. people were leaving, we were going up. So, of course, I got right in the front row. And me being a noob, I'm wearing flip flops <laughs> to the Chicago Tinley Park Warp Tour, okay, which you is have literally to in a parking it's lot. A, and everything is in a parking lot. You're on concrete all day long. Concrete or gravel. Yeah, it just was gravel. with the hot sun beaming on you. There's nowhere to go no, in the shade no. unless you go to the amphitheater side. But. So here I am in the front row, and... They start, you know, a bunch of people start gathering around, gathering around. I'm like, okay, sweet. And I think I was by myself at this point because mm-hmm. no one else wanted to get that close, probably because they're like, Allie, you're an idiot. <laughs> but I was determined, like, I wanted to be, like, super close. And Aaron's the drummer, so, you know, like, he's not going to... He's going to be hard to see yeah. if I'm not up close, which... So... Here I am. They start playing. And of course, it's like, you know, I don't remember what song they played first, but, you know, they get that lead in hype up and everyone just starts pushing. Oh, yeah. The classic push, push, push. push. And so here I am, like slammed (laughs) up against the the gates. And it's just like a wave. It kind of goes in a wave like you're being pushed and then people pull back. And so here I am. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, this is not. Not going this well. This isn't what I wanted. So somehow, <laughs> somehow, and I think I was probably like screaming like, Aaron! Like probably, you know? Because I'm, what, 15, yeah. 16 years old, fangirling out. Somehow along the lines, like you completely lose control of 
your, your everything legs. around you. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, because sometimes you're so smushed mm-hmm. that, like, you're off the ground yes. and you're just being held up by other people's bodies. That's how it was. <laughs> and, like, I'm a bigger girl, but somehow I was so smashed that my feet were lifted. <laughs> I was smushed. Like, sorry. You were levitating. I was levitating. <laughs> oh, <I'm> Chris Angel. <laughs> so, me with my flip flops, there they go. Bye bye. <laughs> Bye bye, flip flops. They're like, we're out of here. And, but at the same time, I was like, slight panicking, but slight like, oh my god, this is like an out of body experience. <laughs> last episode, I talked about my fragile feet. So here, my poor feet are in rocks. I'm just, you know, living my life. And then during the breakdown, it's just chaos, completely <laughs> chaos. And at that point, I think I almost like stopped breathing. Like I couldn't breathe. But I was, like, still, like, singing. And, but then once the song was over, I'm like, okay, okay. Like, I need to try and squeeze out of here. So yeah. I just remember, like, panicking and, like, trying to, like, get out of the crowd and just, you like, don't mess pushing with past Kelly. everybody. Yeah. Because <laughs> you don't and care I was, like, about anything. And one of the medics came up to me and they're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. So then I was able to, like, back up. I think I ended up seeing, like, some friends. Yeah. And, it was chaotic, but it's so funny because in my mind, I can remember exactly what I was wearing. I was wearing this like lime green cheetah tube top. Remember that? I do. Yes. The lime green cheetah tube top. Who knows? Like I was probably wearing like, I don't know, shorts or something, pants, jeans, but no shoes. So that's my story about my first what ever great, mosh pit. Great memory though. Yes. And so then I couldn't find my flip flops and one of my friends were very nice and bought me a brand new pair of Vans, nice. but they didn't have my size in women. So I had to get men's Vans, hey. which is fine. It's it fine. Totally fine. Nice. Oh, a great memory. It really was. It takes me back. And that was the same year Paramore played Warp Tour, and I had my disposable camera. And of course, I wish I could find those photos. They're somewhere. Okay, that's about all I have on writing on the walls. Are you ready for Lyric Palooza? I am ready. I'm going to try to set you up for this one, okay? So we got the beginning of the song. We'll speak of what a waste I am and how we missed a beat again. Okay. Yeah. See, I know that one. And how we missed your beat again. I always thought. Wait, what'd you say? And how we missed your beat again. Okay. Yep. You had it. Yes. I always thought it was. I thought it was missed a beat again. Missed your, your beat, beat again. again. Okay. And how we missed your beat, beat again. How we missed a beat again. So I thought a beat. I was wrong. I thought it was. I was way off this whole yes. time, my whole life. <laughs> we'll speak of what always I am and how we missed it, messed it up again. <laughs> it was what I thought. That was, I mean, close. And how we messed it up, up again. <laughs> how we missed How we beat. missed a beat again. How we missed your beat again. Yeah. Okay. Uh. <laughs> now we know. Lots of burps today from Allie. <laughs> the other Allie, not this Allie. How we missed your beat again. Are you sure it's your beat? Uh, I mean, Beats. these lyrics on the internet were kind of all over the place, so let's How see. How we missed your beat again. Taking back all the things That's that from AZ Lyrics. All right. Is your beat? How we Google missed. says your beat. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess I they got me beat. Genius Lyrics says your beat. Mm. Great 
band and sound choice. One of my all-time faves. Very good. Heart hands. Cute. Heart now hands. breaking heart. Allie brought some items from the Hunter box. Ooh, ooh. I still have this thing, which is just loaded. There's an under oath. Wait, what's that piece of paper that has a bunch of umbrellas on it? <laughs> and who's that from? This paper is supposed to be about my future. Oh, so you're writing something to yourself? You're writing. I'm writing. On a piece of paper, oh, I was... not on the walls. There's an article for Amber 10. <laughs> <gasps> Guess what's on it? On the pin? I don't know. What? <gasps> a duck! What is <laughs> Okay, we found an article for Amber Pin, and it has a duck on it with the duck's head cut off. A rubber ducky. Wow. Okay, that is gold. Isn't it? Gold. We gotta take a picture of that, Jazz. Dear Diary, today is March 13th, 2008. Allie's going to take me home from school today, I hope. Man, it really sucks not having my license yet. I mean, I'm almost 18, and I have to rely on her to drive me around everywhere. I hope she doesn't mind. Bleh. Maybe we can run through McDonald's and get a McDouble and a sweet tea. That sounds really good. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Dear Diary, April 3rd, 2009. Oh, my gosh. Somebody wrote on the lockers in the locker room, Elizabeth loves Jimmy. That is so crazy. I wonder who etched that into the locker. Who would defile school property like that? That is so wrong. I wonder if somebody will get in trouble. XOXO, Allie. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see one more thing. I remember writing a paper in school about the under oath concert. I just wish I could find it. Oh, concert tickets? Concert? Yeah. Vans Warped Tour. Okay, there it be. That has to be it, right? Oh, wait. Yep. Vans Warped Tour, August 2nd, 2008. That's it. That's the one, baby. That's the one. Mm -hmm. Take a picture of that. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. (gasps) Yes, I knew they were somewhere. We have found photos (gasps) from the Warped Tour. Here, (gasps) here. The band lineup. Yes. Under Oath. Yes. On the Lucky Stage. So before cell phones, or really before everyone had access to cell phones all the time, Warp Tour, like most of you know, would put up a big inflatable lineup for the day. And we just struck gold and found a picture that I took at our first Warp Tour. Cute is what we aim for. Hawthorne Heights, Alkaline Trio, Bad Religion, Chiodos, Paramore, Coheed, Bayside, Kill Switch Engage, Red Jumpsuit, Boys Like Girls. What time did Under Oath play? Didn't they play at the end of the day? Yep. Yep. It's so funny to look at these photos that I took. And really, I mean, this is a disposable camera, so you can't see the stage that well. But just to look at what everyone's wearing. (laughs) Everyone has messy-ass hair, plaid, stripes. I mean, this might be Under Oath because that's some dude from a band. But see, look, it's my green cheetah. That's right. (laughs) Should we take that one out? Oh, here's one. It is. This one's under oath. Yep, because look at you can see keyboards. Uh-huh. That's him on the keyboard. And that's Spencer. And I I'm up front. This is under oath too. <gasps> too bad they don't have they didn't have like a fancy banner or anything. No, they didn't. Success. Uh that's a wrap. And that's a wrap. Episode five. 
You've been listening to Har Emoni Podcast with Allie and Allie. You can reach us at H-A-R-E-M-O-N-Y podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us on our social networks. We have a Facebook page, Instagram page, and Twitter. You can listen to us on Spotify and Apple iTunes. We hope you enjoyed. Have a great day. We love you. Got any grapes? (laughs) The duck song. The duck song. The duck song. Riding ducks on the walls.